Hey, Evan, how are you today? I'm good. How are you, Brian? Doing pretty good. Feels pretty comfortable here in your apartment, Evan. Yeah, we've changed locations, so when the sound is all wrong or uh, cars drive by the busy intersection I live by, uh, that's hopefully not a mainstay. We just, (laughs) due to scheduling, we're at my place instead of Brian's this week. This is true. So uh, we have a special episode today. Yeah. We're not really going to do any sort of discussion about uh, commanders per se. We're going to talk a bit about the new band list that just came out, the new General yeah, Lickup band. It sort of changed our plans here. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Mike and Rich. But um, what we, we're going to discuss... Oh, As is, we said in the last episode, was we're going to talk about land destruction in Commander, because it's not really a thing people do. We'll talk about sort of why. And we're not really going to do our other sort of games and, and whatnot. We'll probably... That discussion will probably take the most, so... Talk a little bit about the band list and try not to have just like a supersized episode here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to try to keep it short and simple for you guys and let you guys just absorb what we have to say, our knowledge and our wisdom, yes. and move forward with that. But also, as uh, podcasts always do, I guess we're supposed to explain who we are in case a listener jumps in at, what are we, episode seven now? I believe this is seven, yeah. Yeah, we're uh, EDH Wrecked, a podcast dedicated to what we've called Finite Commander, where it's just Commander, but you don't go infinite. So it's just playing Commander all the regular ways, just you heckle anyone who goes infinite. A strong blow for our community was struck today. (laughs) Strong blow. Yes, yeah, so that sort of brings us to... The ban list because uh, Paradox Engine. Got yes, banned. Paradox Engine. And this got is there. this is actually the first ban that I've experienced in Commander because I started playing Commander. I must have been like two weeks after Leovol got banned <laughs> because I talked to people who like started around the same time. They're like, I remember playing Leovold. It's like I don't. Yeah, I, I got, must have joined just afterwards. I think he was well because someone said that he was banned in 2017. Maybe I didn't notice. Like I, I drafted Conspiracy. Yeah. I had a Leovold. Yeah. I played But I wasn't playing Commander till like three months later. I played Commander <laughs> in twenty sixteen, but to be fair, in our local scene and in the groups that we were playing with anyway, uh Leovold wasn't seeing much play. Maybe that was it, because I know like Commander twenty sixteen, they're usually like August. I think I started yeah. playing in like October. Yeah. So somewhere between like conspiracy coming out that summer and i drafted and kind of got back into magic it must have got banned like just before i joined yeah, it was the same time i started protean hulk 2016. got unbanned yeah and i had never played with a protean hulk before because protean hulk was actually banned in like every format that i had right which was just commander and uh <laughs> but he uh so i'd never played against one before yeah so this is this is uh kind of weird but we've Paradox Engine has been like on our list of like most hated cards. Yeah, I don't think there's anything like, good that happens from a Paradox Engine. Well, the only thing good is when someone plays it and then is like past turn, and you just think they're insane because clearly everyone's going to kill them yeah, before their yeah. next turn. You, you have one. Uh, Paradox Engine has always been sort of a toxic card, as it was explained in the ban rule, and I, one of the reasons they they did it, I guess, is that. Uh, you don't have to build around Paradox Engine. Like, all the cards it works with are in your deck anyway. Yeah. All it does is just enable you to slug it out and just take forever on your turns and maybe do something, but not necessarily. Most times I watch people play Paradox Engine, unless their deck was literally geared towards just untapping rocks constantly. Yeah. Uh, it just ended up with them taking seven minute longer turns and doing nothing more in particular. Yeah, or the one I've seen where it was like Sisse and they'd untap and keep tutoring stuff till they get like the mono green commander that can turn all your lands into creatures and then yeah. kill all your lands but that would take like 
hours. It's five, six iterations yeah. of Paradox Engine to yeah. perform, and you just be like, just play it out. I mean, like, if you're going to waste my time, you better do every step of it. Yeah, Arkham Dagson, <laughs> I'm just not like, quitting. I'm going to go get like this, I'm going to go get this, I'm going to go get this. Oh, it's like, oh, it takes forever. Stop. And then you're like, is am I going to be able to stop? Are you going to beat me in five minutes? Is that... A- it was awful. And then there's, it. yeah, I I believe that most of the community is probably in agreement with this banning. Yeah, uh, but then even was, the comments on on Reddit and was, sites. Right, but the one I saw was the people complaining that CDEDH has the same ban list as regular because I guess there's there's the ban list for like the French commander where it's one on one and yeah. that's different. But CDH follows the same one, so there's a couple grumblings about. Uh, how if there's only one rules committee for both and the rules committee is sort of favoring more casual, then isn't it hampering CDH who maybe could play Paradox Engine and no one cares? It's sort of what happens when it's slightly its own format. It's not really like a sanctioned thing. Yeah, yeah. MTG, Wizards of the Coast, doesn't actually (laughs) sanction these events or anything like that. Like, which I always found was odd is that they produce Commander product. But then just ignore it They ignore the the idea of Commander. Yeah. But uh, the CEDH guys... You know, like the whole format, at least to my knowledge, was formed to be a more casual, laid back yeah. style of magic, multiplayer, political, you know, for someone who doesn't want to go hard all the time. Yeah. Uh, so screw the CEDH crowd, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Go play vintage. But they if also. If you want a power out, go play vintage. But also, if you're playing CEDH, you could. Just run it. Just don't. Just ignore the ban list entirely. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? There's nothing. If you're There's playing no CEDH, way. competitive EDH, I would say throw out the whole band list. Biorhythm, why not? Turn one biorhythm when you have a dried arbor road. I don't care. Let's, let's see that happen. If that's what you're down for, then do it. Yeah, like it, it's it's weird because it's not really a format, so nothing really like... We have a local one that we play, yeah, yeah. but... It's the only one, and then every once in a while, like, face-to-face comes to town and said there's a pod, but, like, the rules aren't clear, and we never know who's... So you just pick three friends, so you can be like, look, no one's one's actually playing a CDH deck, right? Because someone could show up with one, and we've just got, like, pretty good, you know, strong decks that aren't CDH decks, (laughs) and you're like, who am I about to play against? And it just, the format doesn't work, and it really highlights how the format doesn't work because it's so broad. But, like, the CDH either... They just need to get together and just make their own ban list because why not? Well, the French uh, did it. It doesn't and really matter. if we matter. allowed the French to do something, then why don't we allow the CEDH to sure. do something? Uh, or, or just ignore it. Like, I don't... It is weird because yeah. the, the, they're never going to convince the organizations in charge of Commander to change their ban list to favor CDH. That's never happened. It's like the Supreme Court. The only goal is to make a new one. It's like the Supreme Court. Those people are in for life. (laughs) Yeah. And their judgments are going to be the judgments that are handed down until the new rules. And there will always be someone who complains. Exactly. But, yeah, so that's that's Paradox Engine. The next one's Bolasiddle. We'll have to wait, I guess, a year and a half for that one to get banned. I don't think it's... I mean, if you're not going to ban... And, you know, we had this discussion with a friend of ours about the Ad Nauseam versus Bola Citadel. If you're right. not going to ban Ad Nauseam, you probably don't ban Bola Citadel either. Maybe. I guess we'll see. Like, Bola Citadel also is awesome, but as you can easily do, you just... And you killed me once, in fact, doing this, where <laughs> yeah, I just I drove myself to the point of life... Confluence. Where Wretched for, Confluence <laughs> You were at three life, and I was waiting for you to me. get there, and I was like... Uh, no, no. I was, at, and I was at six because right. didn't you copy it? No, I just played it once. You you took yourself to three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, then you yeah. tried to swing to gain life off lifeline. Yes, I did. Yeah, and I played Wretched Confluence and said you have to draw a card and take one life three times. That's right. And you yeah. like tapped out wrong, and you 
didn't have the mana. To, I like, did not have the blue. Uh, it was pretty funny. The, uh, so it just died. So yeah, Bolas Siddle can get that way when combined with like either Flux Reservoir and a couple other ones. It's pretty bad. The thing is, is that once you start drawing those lines, like the thing about Paradox Engine is, like they said, there's no need to build that's, anything yeah, into it. That's true. Bolas Siddle on its own, you get to play stuff for free, but you eventually die and you hit lands you so have you to build need to put it. things in it you know paradox engine was just you need mana rocks which everyone plays yeah exactly. so you don't have to cater your deck in any it way. did mana you just need mana like you just <laughs> sure. drop a land war elf and now you just have green mana forever yeah, like mana dork anything that generates mana that isn't a land so which you, is always it's, in your deck. it it was a good ban now yeah. the next ban that i i, I don't know personally I do, but that's because I play enough mono red to have been hosed by Iona so many times it's frustrating. Um, I get it because it basically just punishes mono colors. It does. Just for the the simple fact you play. Now, you're, we talked about this a little earlier. You're right. Not many people play Iona, so it doesn't come up very often. It's, it, I think a lot of people would play it more often if you could run more effects to put it in your graveyard. Yeah, but so like, if you could effectively get it in your yard constantly, then yeah, I could see the ban because it is a nine drop. But if you could yeah. cheat it out, yeah, and I'm sure some people can, and there's, there's ways to oh, do you it. Can, you can our our play group, it comes white. up, but yeah, again, I run it myself. Yeah, you, but you just sort of curse and bitch and moan about that person until they think twice about playing it because it's just, or you just know what deck it is and you try to kill the only, them before they drop it. The but, only reason that I can see the ban of Iona being good thing is because. When Iona does hit, you might as well have it written on the card in a mono. You win the game. Like there's very target mono deck loses, loses the, the game. game. Like there's very few ways for say a red or a white or a black deck even to get around an Iona hit. If like, they drop Iona, scour of existence. I hopefully yeah, have it yeah. at hand, and hopefully they don't have any form of of anything. Like they yeah. can't blink it. They can't do anything. Yeah, because otherwise you're just out. So. Yeah, and I, you know, in the argument that we had seen about the Painter Servant and Iona, well, the easy thing is just not on ban Painter Servant. Sure. No one was crying for Painter <laughs> Servant to come back in the format. No, and I mean, I don't know what it can do because, again, I never played what it was. It's just around. color shifts. It's just color shifts. You can grindstone it. I guess yeah. you can. I don't know if it's because they brought sort of some color hate back in Core 2020. They're like, eh, let's see if you can. Well, the other change side of things. I guess, like we're talking but, about with Paradox, it's interesting. MTG doesn't, like, WotC does yeah, not does talk it. with the rules but, committee. Yeah, the other thing is that Painter Servant is a creature, so it's not impossible so to get I, rid of. <laughs> Iona is too, but you can't have them both out. True. I'm saying that Painter Servant, you can do things, but it's not that hard to remove it. Yes. To just stop whatever that thing is. Um, now, so it'll probably be I fun. believe Painter Servant is an artifact, though, is it not? Yeah. So it can go in anything. Well, yes, and then you could put in all the art. Well, I don't know what artifacts. I read that you can make. You can now all as dust the entire board. Yeah, because your lands will be that color. You can just do whatever but, you want. So, yeah. Again, I don't, I don't feel. <laughs> I mean, you lose your own lands. I'm sure there's a way to get mycosynth and stack the, you know, which board effect happened first, so that my lands are indestructible. Yeah. But I just yours don't are. agree with with the fact with that Darksteel uh, Forge. That, well, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because all his dust sacks. Um, no, you're right. Never mind. Someone will figure it out. You would need, right. you would need like the, the angel Sigurda, <laughs> flashing Sigurda. Um, the uh, that's a good. Oh yeah, actually, because you can't yeah, sack anything. You can't yeah. sack anything. The the thing is, is that I just don't. You know, the argument that we had seen uh, from our group, our chat was having them both in play at the same time. Iona and yeah, you're just like Servant. everything's blue. Blue can't be played. That's fine. Like, stop <laughs> it. Like, don't... It doesn't, like... 
I don't buy it as, no. a, as an argument, you know? Um, I never played Iona, so I don't really... I don't think many people will care. I don't uh, think, I don't think anyone's anything, really. clamoring for their Iona deck just got ruined, because I don't think anyone played it to begin with. Well, if you're clamoring you just, you that your just, Iona deck got ruined, <laughs> get out of my house. Like, you just threw it in your deck that already had all of the hate cards You're playing Angels. It. Yeah, and you're just like, well, yeah. that's one less. Yeah. I just can't play that one. I guess card. I'll just put Armageddon in instead. Yeah, sure. Um... Once yeah. I want play Apocalypse. Oh, consider your hand too. You know what you need to do is you need to find a way to play white, blue, and flicker that uh, Baron Glory card. I don't remember. So what if I'm you have about. no permanence in hand and no oh, permanence yeah. in play except this, you win the game. Right. So if you can flicker that and then Apocalypse during the flicker, that'd be pretty good. That'd be fun. That'd be, fun. be a good Boros win. Yeah, yeah, I would give it to that Boros player for sure. Uh, yeah. So anyway. Uh, that's the ban list. See what happens. It'll be I don't, two or three years before the next one, apparently. I don't think it's going to affect the game too, too much. Paradox yeah, Paradox Engine was the only one we complained about a lot. Yeah. Um, That'll definitely change, I think, uh, the format pretty intensely. Well, it'll... <clears throat> it'll make the people who rely on it have to build their deck differently. Actually build their deck. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've seen too many decks that are like, well, without Paradox Engine, you can't do anything, can you? I'm pretty stoked (laughs) that uh, my buddy had a, our buddy had a Bezenlock deck. And I'm kind of disappointed that now that won't be able to just go off. But uh, whatever. (laughs) He'll find a new way. Uh, so yeah so what we're gonna do now because we got interrupted by a ban list happening this week stupid ban list. uh is talk about land destruction um, because uh brian is is pro land destruction and i'm more look look here's what happens people get annoyed when you take extra turns if you play stacks or you play land destruction but only one of them no one does, which is land destruction. People do play stacks, and people take extra turns. I feel that, yeah. I but mean, at, at the end of the day, I feel like... a hard no from everyone. You're like the Donald Trump of land destruction, <laughs> and I am the AOC of land destruction, really. I mean, I'm all for it. But I'm trying to bring it back. I you're don't... trying to put up a wall, <laughs> is what you're trying to do. I was trying to make land destruction great again. I am like, trying to make it I think you accessible got your to wrong. everybody. I need it to be there for the public. Yeah, so, so I want to talk about this because I, I played against a deck and it just ramped and we just couldn't stop it because of the ramp so i started looking at it like well brian's talking about land destruction is it possible and basically my conclusion is it's not really viable because land destruction tends to be like one or all well it's like very little in between so my theory though isn't that you can so i would never suggest that you build a deck around land destruction it's that's a terrible idea. Like that's like the worst idea in the world. Land destruction in and of itself can't win you the game. No, you'll just stop. The and that's why from people playing. don't. I always think that the things people don't like in Magic are the things that they don't Denial. let other people play. So that's why taking an extra turn is like, yeah. well, now I can't play. Stacks is like, now I can't play. Yeah. Blowing up all my lands is now I can't play. And so those are the things everyone complains about. I'm trying to talk about land destruction. Is just like, is there a way to stop ramp? Yes. Because you can stop artifact ramp. There's lots of cards that just blow up single artifacts. But my thought with land is like, if you ramp out in green and get like five lands on turn three, there isn't actually a way to slow that down. There isn't a way to slow it down. But what I'm saying is that if if land destruction was more acceptable beyond the lands that do it. So everyone's cool with a strip mine or a ghost quarter because those things will lose you something too. So it's like trading your land for theirs. But I don't agree with that. I agree that if you allow ramp, then you should be okay 
with land destruction. So if on turn two you dr- drop your uh, your two drop, uh, what's the search? It's not cultivate. It's uh, nature's lore. Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> one things. Of those ones. Uh, nature something. If you do that, uh, it should be cool. If next turn I sinkhole it. Yeah, you should be okay with that. Because you can't be okay with one side and not the other. Well, it's like people get really irritated if you like counter their their ramp spells. Yeah, the rocks or the that ramps. should be fine. I mean, That's unless perfect. you're like we're playing super casual. It's Saturday night. We're all drinking, and you're just yeah, being an you're ass. just being an asshole. Sure, but that's because you're just but being an asshole. And if to you're be like, fair, look, we showed up, and we're all aware that we're playing pretty strong decks. Then that's a yeah. fine play. And to be fair, I mean, most of the time you would want to counter whatever they're ramping for anyway. That's usually the approach. You know, so. But yeah, if but then they still got all the lands, though. I mean, if you could just stop them from having lands, yeah. then they're just never playing. If someone boundless realms, then you need to counter that shit right away. <laughs> yes, but uh, but see, my theory on land destruction is that you should be able to run it because it is the hard counter to ramp, and it's also the hard counter to all those non basics that make your life hell. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm pro destroy non basics. Uh, I play Blood Moon all the time. Yeah. Um, Blood Moon doesn't destroy anything, though. No, but it, it messes people up. I haven't... I, I don't think I've ever pulled off Ruination, because I think people get mad. But I try to put in something that, you know... Because too many times someone just, like, sits behind a Glacial Chasm. Yeah. Or too many times you watch a Voltron deck get utterly hosed by uh, Maze of Eth. And just, there's no way... And you you should have some way to or stop you watch it. you watch the Mono Black player just... Cabal coffers, right? Yeah. Times and then all of a sudden he has you know sixty five mana for an exsanguinate that you know is in his hand. Yeah, and you're so, like, but that's my thing is that like you're pretty careless if you don't have a spot removal for a non basic land. Yeah, because there's going to be ones that just utterly wreck you. But I think it should be okay to blow up any land. Well, yeah, yes. But this is so if this you're is, in a three color deck and you have two white, two green, and a blue out. Well, as we were talking about Rishdan's port. Yeah, I play because then you just tap down their couple their but coffers, that costs you too, and they get really annoyed because they're just waiting for the day you stop doing it. But you just do it. But you were talking about we were talking about yeah, you this, and you're like, uh, they got one island. I'll just keep it down so they can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. but you could do that, and that would be the sportsmanlike thing to do. <laughs> sure. And you'll probably lose eventually when they just get another blue. <laughs> yeah, but if you just blow up that land, yeah. You, yeah, you've used a card, but I mean, I'm not talking about like putting a spot in your deck for Stone Rain. Like that's not what I'm saying. No, you're thinking like Desert Twister, Befoul, <laughs> Desert Twister. If you want to six drop that, it's any permanent. Come on, Vuli Acid Moss doubles as a land search and a land destruction. Yeah, uh, you know, there's all sorts. The ones of wrecking that can do ball. There's yeah, Wrecking Ball. I have uh, the ones that sort of do one or the other are really good. Like yeah. the new Casualties of War. Um, Casualties of War is actually one of each. Your choice is how many. Yeah, but the point yeah. is you can still get a land. You can, yeah. Um, or just any permanent. There's Because a lot of them that are just like a single land, you'll be like, oh, I don't know how useful that is. But if you can find a card that's multiple, then you'll hopefully get it when you need it. But it's in your deck in the event that you don't feel like destroying lands or there isn't actually a yeah. target. I'm just saying that, you know, Yes, if I don't agree with running straight land destruction as a thing because I personally think it's not even a viable play. Yeah. If you're putting uh, Stone Rain in your deck, just to fall back on that old thing, yeah. that's a three-drop spell that you could <laughs> not worth easily it. do something else with. You know, yeah. you could have a Dark Sealing it for three. You could have a Strictly Better Manolith. You could <laughs> do whatever you we've, like. We've talked about a man. I don't think we've ever talked about this Manolith thing. No, no, no. So we're we'll talk about that yeah. later. But... Uh, <laughs> But you can running do joke with mana with pretty much most of your game with three mana. 
you know, or set yourself into motion. Sure. Like turn three, four is your is your pay dirt in, yeah. in magic, where you're setting things in motion. You you're getting you know four, you're soloming. Three, you're probably ramping, or you're setting up something. You know, a Ristic study. Yeah. All the good spells. Well, you can usually you know, get enough rocks out to then get to six or seven. Yeah, or exactly. Uh, but you're you know if you just put a stone rain in because you're like ah well land destruction is fine like you're missing the point. Yeah. You should you should be running enough removal for lands that bother you or get in your way, and whether that's a non-basic that you have a guy's yeah. cradle or whether that's just your only black source, <laughs> that's too bad. Yeah. You should destroy. It. Yeah, and especially if you know, I mean, like if the person's playing mono white and you're just going to destroy their lands for the hell of it, then don't it's bother. Not a, but it's not a bad play. Uh, mono white can't ramp. No, well, except for some mothering type. But so so mine one was about though that. Do you is there a way if someone just hard ramps into green to get lands that you can slow them down? Because all the land destruction cards are quite high cost. So unless you ramp harder than them, you're not getting them out. And a lot of them are just like destroy one, which doesn't matter if they have seven. I don't think that so. This is like sort of I played this Maelstrom one about two months ago, yeah. and it just hard ramped and it got rocks and I blew up the rocks, but it just also ramped and I had lands and I just could not slow this engine down. Yeah, because they said there's lots of ways to destroy artifacts, but there's not you know like Vandal Blast just like one destroy an artifact, five destroy all. Yeah, but like lands the the curve is too high is really high, and the other problem is you basically destroy one, which you can use to get rid of. The non-basic, like a guy's cradle that's bothering you. But there's no point in being like, I don't know, your breeding pool just cuts yeah. if you've got yeah. a bunch of redundancy. Um, but then the other one is to go hard into it and be like, oops, I blew up every land. Boom, now boss. everyone hates me. Yeah. And I have no land. So the only time uh, I was at, I was talking with a friend of ours uh, today about, oddly enough, Rift about this, but it, it follows the same function. The only time you should blow up every land it's either to stop yourself from immediately dying or win the game. Yes. You shouldn't just do it because of a board state. Well, that's the same reason people use Rift. You shouldn't just Rift because someone has a better board state than you. You should Rift to save your life or to win the game. Those yeah. The two reasons well, it's, to Rift. It's, it goes back to what I said is that what people complain about in Commander is things that slow down the game. Yeah. You destroying all lands with no win condition in hand definitely slows down the game. Oh, you can have win condition in hand. <laughs> You can't do anything right, with that, you though. You can't play it. So if you have the win condition on board... The only one I've played, like, my bogus deck, every once in a while I poured in, like, Obliterate or Yakelhops. Yep. I've done it, like, once or twice. But it's always like, look, Mogus is out, and, like, Underworld Dreams is out, and everyone's at 8 life. I win the game if no one has lands, because everyone just... Draws go to turn, to take 3. Next turn, take 3. And everyone's dead in, like, 2 turns. Yep. So it's like, look... I won the game. Yeah. If I didn't slow anything down. I do that down. with Zada. I'll, we'll, I'll decree of annihilate everyone's lands when I have 50 goblins out in a Skirk Prospector. Right. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you all can't do anything. Yeah, now that I there's can do no everything. responses, yeah. uh, I'll just win the game. But, yeah. So, but mass land destruction is only the way to go if you have the win. Yeah. You know, you, otherwise, you're like you said, you're adding an extra... 30 minutes to 2 hours <laughs> on the game depending on what type of deck you play like if you drop Armageddon in an Azorius deck you could take another 2 hours to win that game and yeah. be right back to where you were yeah and everyone's gonna bitch and, then you're hated. and hate to play yeah, you because like, you're just doing it to be irritating but if you if you have you know you went on board and everyone's tapped out and someone's already used the force of will wipe the lance I'll sure. you. I yeah, you could build your deck to have a bunch of rocks so you can survive land destruction yeah. but you yeah. won't have any friends because 
they might not have built the their deck. that you pay for a good magic deck, my friend. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but no, I don't... The only way to stop that ramp is unfortunately running, you know, the even mind sensors and things. I don't think land destruction gets rid of hard ramp. It's just a soft... Right, just like stop, like, stranglehold. Just stop. Yeah. Stop the two Mind lock orb, stranglehold, uh, even mind sensor. Yeah, and otherwise the way we do it is just to have removal. When they drop their commander, have a way to get rid of it. Yeah. Because you can't stop the land stuff. Well, and especially the removal that we mentioned before, like the imprison in the moon. So the ones that don't actually yeah. get rid of the general. But just keep them there neutered. Yeah. You know, uh, dark steel mutation. Yeah. But... Uh, the land destruction, and that's a case right there, exactly what you said. The ramp will always overcome the land destruction. So at the end of the day, you'll always be able to ramp past how much I can destroy. Yeah, because, because the ramp actually costs less than the land destruction, like mana-wise. Even it's if it really costs strange. the same. Uh, like, for example, a four-drop land destruction card like Bafal will blow up one land. Skyshark Claim gets you two force. Yeah, and so, it's, it's like the land destruction has to be expensive because... We're talking like, how do you use it when someone has gone nuts and has tons of land yeah. more than you? But if it was low costing, you could just use it just to lock someone out of the game. Whereas I, I played one once where a guy, he had first turn and I had last in rotation. And on his first turn, he vampiric tutored. And on his second turn, he sinkholed the one land I played. <laughs> and I don't know what power move it was. <laughs> so then he drops like a third land and I have... What tap land now and it's like thanks buddy like what do you <laughs> why would you do this was it a four player game yeah well that wasn't even one and I, was, I, I played like a bivouac or frontier bivouac and he's like sinkhole and it's like what like I'm already behind because <laughs> I'm last in rotation what I didn't drop like a ley line or any reason to get this eight. <laughs> no it was pretty brutal but you know if you're and you know what I like to believe he vampiric tutored four I hope so but I have no idea what I he hope got. he did like that's a that's a that's a harsh uh, cold as ice play to yeah, that right there it's like pretty brutal. what are you vamping for probably a soul ring sinkhole bitch <laughs> done you're out of the game at that point yeah, you're so you're like, far great, back I'm basically two turns behind now <laughs> I hope you don't have a bounce lane because you're done like you're just finished uh, but uh no the hard ramp and that's the other thing is that the hard, a hard ramp deck uh you know some simic deck will always come out on top in the land over your land destruction now I have a Nimut the Devastator deck now. Yeah, that was the one that we first talked about this because yeah, you were like, yeah. I'm going to destroy lands. Make land destruction great again. Or you had, uh, although I thought it was pretty funny, your your Reiki deck that used Plow Under copied as many times as you could. Like the most was four. <laughs> if you don't know, Plow Under was six drop. Target player Five puts drop, two put, lands. You like target two, the two lands. Two so. target lands on top of their library. Uh, so not library. only do they lose lands, but now they have to top deck lands. <laughs> the same lands they had in play. A kid tried to uh, to storm me out, and he brought me to one. And so the rotation passed, and so then I just Riku'd, and I had Swarm Intelligence and Riku and everything out. <laughs> yeah. I copied Plow Under four times and put the next, all of his eight lands on top of his deck. <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's pretty harsh. And then I overloaded a Rift. But, <laughs> sure. And I was like, now you, all of your permanents are gone. You have no permanents on the board. This is what you get for bringing me to one. And then the kid next to me just drew a card, played land. And earthquake, and I was like, "Well, you win some, <laughs> you lose some." I guess like the next the kid in the rotation playing Boros just like wiped their two decks. I was like, "Nah, well, this is what happens." Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, land destruction, and that's why I I fight for land destruction, and I'm okay with it. If someone blows up one of my land, I'm okay with it. 
Yeah, and and I think if you pick off someone's command tower, that's a good play. Yes, especially that if you're playing applauded. like five colors. And even if you're playing three colors, that should be a move that's applauded by the table. Well, as I said, it, what's weird is like you can blow up mana rocks, and everyone's yep. like, "All right, sure." But if you blow up your command tower, people get really. To be mad. fair, people hate it when you blow up their soul rings. You ever notice that? Yeah, but they can only get so gilded... mad because they know it was giving them a yeah, huge advantage. I know, but you blow up their Gilded Lotuses and they're like, man, whatever. You blow up a solar and people are like, what the fuck, man? What are you doing? <laughs> gilded Lotus is way better. It just 100% takes longer to get better. out. It's just, yeah, five drop. But, yeah, no, I uh, I especially like land destruction now with the Transform lands from Ixalan. Right. because There's a lot be... of fun in blowing those up. Yes, because they become, like, pretty good cards. Really good lands. And it's a lot of fun to watch people get sad when they can't use them. And you're like, oh, did you just flip that over to its lotus form? I'll just, just blow that up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only major land destruction I have, which I don't play very often, is in my my lands deck. Uh, you can get like a Sousa and Crucible of World and a Strip Mine. Yeah. And then you, you just, just uh, like, uh, you lose three lands. Or yeah. wait, I have actually, I have five land drops this turn. You can lose five lands. Um, that. I've only used it like once or twice against someone who's like hard hating me out of the game and I just need to have them stop. Um, or someone who's just like the whole board agrees this person's about to win. Like, I'll just destroy all your lands, basically. Um, it's about the only one. Uh, I don't play it that often because I don't want to be the person who's just like, oh, uh, Brian, your land screwed at six. What if I blow up four of them? And you'll be like, hey, what Even are you doing? Because it slows down the game. So I usually use it to to take out the non-basic lands that are irritating. And I only use it for mass destruction if I'm trying to stop someone who's about to drop a Paradox Engine or something to make sure that they don't have the mana yeah. to play anything yeah. or whatever. Even in my blue decks, I run Wipe Away, I run the land bounces like glowing an enemy I've run before where it's just like blue can't destroy your sure. land but I'm going to put that that cradle or that thing back in your hand for the turn. People are talking about uh, what's the the sextant or whatever that just the land is a basic land of your choice just to sort of hose not it's like rich damn port for poor people <laughs> no it's idea. like an artifact and for like two you're like target land is a basic land of your choice <laughs> i know vision charm turns all lands of one type into a yes, basic you, land of your choice you messed me up with that a few times in multicolored decks you're it's like, pretty oh, fun all your stuff's white in your you know simic deck, Green deck. Like, thanks yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's and gonna the, be really the best helpful. part about it is that the way it's worded because it's like such an old card is that it's all lands of one type so if you pick forest it hits all duels that are yeah. also forests. <laughs> and that just turns them into mountains. Actually, my favorite one now is just wastes. Yeah. It's like all your all your blues waste. I was playing uh, I Have Shimmer in a deck. I like that one. Shimmer's I almost shimmered for wastes. Shimmer, <laughs> Shimmer hit me the last week with uh, at my place there. Yeah, last week. but I almost played against the colorless player we were up against because they, <laughs> but they only had like three ways when I looked. I was really hoping they'd have like eight. <laughs> well, colorless is is one of those. See, and someone running like an Eldrazi deck, like, you should be encouraged to destroy their lands because they're all one offs. They run very few basics. It's yeah. all those weird it's ancient tomb which yeah. you might want to get rid of before they're uh, out of control. To be fair, I just leave ancient tombs. It just keeps hurting them. But you know, you'll get rid of their like. Uh, their their Eldrazi lands and their. Can you give? You know, we had uh, one of buddy of ours had a mana crypt, and our goal was to figure out if you can give it infect. Can you give ancient tomb infect somehow? That That'd should be, really be a good. challenge for us to find out how to do it, so that they slowly just actually turn it into die. a creature. Right. 
and then give it infect. And then just leave it. And, and then whenever you they can tap it, but you're going to get an infect counter. You'd have to turn into a creature permanently by like awakening it or something. Yeah. And then cast Phyresis on it so it deals damage as if in fact, and then just let it kill them slowly. Yeah. The, well, they would just have to not tap it. But be, at least Shut yeah. them down. <laughs> it'd be interesting. So I had a couple cards I had found um, related to uh, land destruction that I thought were kind of interesting. All right. Um, one was uh, Shiv and Harvest, which uh, I thought was pretty funny. Pretty solid it's a two-drop red enchantment. For uh, a red and one, you sacrifice creature, destroy target, non-basic land. Considering we talked about how you should have non-basic land removal, that's pretty good. It's a pretty good that, card. That yeah. that would definitely like you wouldn't have to worry about the coffers uh, herb. That was in my. They're first, not getting rid of your enchantments. That was in my first iteration of Zada. Was uh, ran that. Yeah, but it wasted a spot. Yeah, but this is like I'm trying to find ones that weren't just like wake of devastation, destroy all whatever type. Or, <laughs> so good, wake of destruction. Wake, wake of destruction. The name of yeah. Um also easy to get around if you have your own land destruction hand <laughs> or a ghostly quarter of yeah uh impending disaster was another weird one um these are sort of my like could you stop people from ramping impending disaster you could because it's a two drop but it's during your upkeep if there are seven or more lands in play sacrifice impending disaster and destroy all lands yep it would be your way to be like oh that guy ramped out Everyone stop playing lands and we'll reset the game. And now they're not ramped out. It's probably the most effective card to do the thing I wanted to do, which was just stop green ramp. Um, but like you'd have to politics it a bit. The other weird one was Bender Break. You seen this? I've one? never seen that. It's one. a four drop sorcery. It's also red. Um, so it's it's got some oracle text that i don't have here but i'll explain it but it's each player separates all land cards he or she controls into two face-up piles then for each player an opponent chooses so the oracle is that you choose which opponent picks it uh destroy all lands in the pile that they choose then tap all lands in the other pile <laughs> so you could really politic this to be like a brian Put all your lands in one pile, the other, and I will pick the pile that has zero. That's a lot of trust. <laughs> and then the person who ramped out, you could be like, look, we're going to destroy half their lands. Yeah. And it's a four drop, but like those were like it. Like those two cards are about the only ones I could find that you might. There is a green one that I barely understand natural balance. It's like a sorcery, and if people have more than six lands, they sack down to five, and if people have less than four, they like ramp back up. But it's in green, so like, which green deck yeah. doesn't have the most lands? Who, who's running that in the green? <laughs> exactly. You know I mean? So, like, but that's that's like it. So it just seems like you just have to accept it. But my worry is if you accept it, then everyone's just it becomes that like race to like who can ramp the hardest, and that's the that's game what, all that's of a sudden. Which is. is what CDH yeah. is more well, so. Even our scene, even non CDH, and like. It's what it is, and that's yeah. why I'm trying to shift it, you know, so, single-handedly, try to move this into the direction it needs to be. In move for the a, needle to land destruction how is fine. I feel is a more healthy environment for play. Well, it's, I mean, there's not really a reason against it except that just is, it delays, it's a delay of game. But as I said, shows take an extra turn. When you look at the ramp. Shows stacks. The history of the game. But people do it, right. so why not just do it and just have the same thing of like, look, just be smart about it. Yes. When you look at the history of the game, you go back to the the alpha beta unlimited. Green didn't have the removal. Red and black and white had the removal. Blue had the counters. Green ramped. You yeah. Know, for the last twenty five years, green and brings out the big, lands. Big creatures. The other colors had the ability to stop that. But we've shifted from that to green ramping. 
the other colors doing nothing. Politely let it happen. Yeah, like, <laughs> you don't even counterspell a cultivate anymore because, well, one, it's not probably worth it, and two, you know, it's not the good thing to I do. I think a guy sent called me. It's a power move. Yeah. They're going to think yeah. twice about whatever they do after you <laughs> counterspell their <laughs> You look them in the eyes and you counterspell yeah, like the cultivate. response. <laughs> Countered. And then you just stare at them till it happens. Yeah. And you make sure you play a foil counterspell so that they know you mean business. <laughs> Otherwise, it won't work. Force but a will. That counterspell. You, you, you alpha managering their <laughs> cultivate. And then they know your deck means business. Um, no, so I think that like we've shifted away from that uh, happy medium of being able to slow you down. Even if not stop you because I don't feel that you should ever stop someone from playing. No, you shouldn't but have enough. You should be able to control efficient what's enough happening. land destruction to stop someone, apart from board wiping everyone's lands. Yeah, but I said that's just that's a. De- <laughs> I keep laughing that we need a delay of game penalty. We do, yeah, yeah. in commander for the people who are unless like, uh, I expropriated three extra turns and. Did Go not. ahead. Yeah. Everyone's still in the game. Like, why? Why did you do it if you couldn't beat anyone? I made a kid kill. I am again with past that. the turn. He played Maelstrom Wanderer, and uh, we always come back to him somehow. Because a lot of people <clears throat> we play against have a deck. Yeah, yeah. Like we're not referring to one single deck when we talk about. There's like three or there's, four. There, of them. There's been five people I've played Maelstrom yeah. Wanderer against. <laughs> but so this was back in the early days of me playing, and uh, I playing Commander. I should say since my early days of Magic were. Fallen Empires, but yeah, the the guy had his Maelstrom Wander out. Seventh, no, fifth. He, he took f- six extra turns and dealt six damage, and so he started the cycle again. And then I just shamed him into killing me. I was like, "Do something this time, please! Like, don't just waste your time. You're the worst yeah. Magic player in the world." And I just shamed him till he's finally like, "Fine, every turn I'm swinging at least at least you're doing something. Yeah. That's all I'm Thank asking." Thank you for doing an aggressive act. I would rather see you kill me than just do nothing for six more turns. Yeah, well, like, yeah, land destruction tends to be the the delay of game penalty. Yeah. Um, Again, it doesn't have to be. If I no. drop a sinkhole, and maybe there's no the... slowdown at all. You lose land. Like there's yeah. no discussion here if you don't counter it. Put land in your graveyard. We'll move on. Yeah, that's fair. It's it's fine. But the problem comes with someone going like, oh oh oh, he's got a better board save than me. Armageddon. <laughs> cool. You, you've literally done nothing to help this game. And yeah. if that guy has a better board state than you, why did you destroy your land? That's my question. <laughs> yeah, and that's the hard part. Um, I like, said the one one I've been ahead. I've laughed at is the yeah. uh smothering tithe. But again, sure. Now you can play stuff, but like if you're not winning in like two turns, everyone's going to hate you because. Why did you destroy all the lands? Like well, you no can't one play gets to play anymore. Now you but if wait. you have Smothering Tithe, you can play. You can only play after everyone's drawn cards. Sure. Your artifacts go away too. Sure, but on your turn, you've got at least three, and they've got zero. They have one, unless they didn't get a land drop. <laughs> oh, I've been there where it's like four well, turns in a row, and you're like, yeah. nope. No, I did it in two at a giant. My partner, luckily, uh, uh, fairy Protection, so it just became like... Oh, we did it in two at a giant It was like well, yeah. one against one, because of course... Like yeah. one of them had a smothering tithe, the other guy got screwed, <laughs> I got screwed, partners in. So it's like, well, this isn't two at a giant anymore. It's my partner with all their stuff and you with smothering tithe. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys win? Uh no. What happened in that one? They, they did something something utterly stupid oh, okay. that just stopped us. Um I can't Sucks. remember what insanely terrible, awful, <laughs> awful combination. Was it cataclysm? <laughs> no, that's how we won the first one. 
Cataclysm is uh, so I have to break this up because Cataclysm is funny uh, because people get really mad at it. But again, because I know someone who plays it, but again, plays it to win the game. Yeah, that's the uh, reason they, you should play it. They play it, they listen, so let's get a call out here. Uh, play Karlov, and the whole point is like, well, if I Cataclysm, I keep Karlov. You go to one land, you probably have no response. You have one creature. I exile with Karloff and kill you. And yeah. that's why it's in their deck. But the hate they get for just people seeing it's in their deck. But because I guess too many people play it as a delay a game penalty. But we did it in, in uh, Two-Headed Giant. But it was, again, like Cataclysm. And they're like, well, you're just going to beat us, aren't you? It's like, well, yeah. And they're like, then we'll just quit. We won't even bother letting you get to combat or doing whatever. And it's like, sure, but like the game ended, but we then had to listen to like 10 minutes of them complaining. <laughs> Brian is over here trying to quietly eat Skittles. That's why he's not talking. Because <laughs> I told him Skittles and podcasting didn't go well together. <laughs> I used to run uh, Cataclysm in, Z- in Zergo. Because yeah. again, you Cataclysm and now all of a sudden you have a three shot general. Yeah. They have nothing. No. So. But you do it with the intent of, I will win. Yeah. It's not. These aren't (laughs) cards that you you don't, that you, you know, you're behind. Just willy-nilly. You're just like, I don't know, I'm bored. Uh, Ah, jeez. Evan's ahead of you. Possibility Storm came out, and off of it I got Armageddon, so I guess I'll cast it. (laughs) Man. (laughs) He's ahead of me, and he's got five dragons. Armageddon. That'll save me. <laughs> I should probably cycle Decree, because they at least can't counterspell that. <laughs> so I'll get away with it. And a draw card. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a... it's, And that's, I think, part of what gives it a bad name, is that people don't time people it. People have played it really terribly right? in the past. Is that, historically, I feel land destruction is played badly, where people will just either do it to whatever, or just... It's the threat assessment. Yeah. If you have six land, but you have three of each color, why should I blow up one of your colors? If that guy's sitting on one black and his three-color Mardu, maybe I blow up the swamp. You know? Yeah. If if it looks like they're going to do something, if they're like oh. sadly way behind, maybe if you just don't like them, you can color screw them. But I said, I usually save mine for, like, coffers. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. Uh, this this card's in my deck because I can't stand coffers into uh, Torment of Hellfire. It just it's such a kick in the pants well, every time. To be fair, like any of the any of that cycle of you know tap it for X, where X of yeah. whatever, they're all shit to play against. I'm, you know, imagine if Tolak was legal. You yeah. know, you'd just be like, well, what what the hell am I going to do here? Like it, now we have two Urzas, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, the um, but guys cradle. Sarah Sanctum, Cabal Coffers, uh, uh, Cabal Stronghold, Nykthos. Nykthos. They're all cards that are worthy of land destruction. You know, yeah. uh, Maze of Ith, yep. uh, any of those type of effects. Spires of Orza, the, yeah. the Ixalod Maze the of The double Ith. strike one that you use, the Boros. If anyone home, ever pulls home. off the... Oh yeah, that that's card no one... Pl- my lands deck, I make sure to play Sunholm, which is like four, give a creature double strike. Yeah. It's how I win with Merit Lage and uh, <laughs> it works pretty well. It works pretty well when people put people don't. I like have to announce all the times like play the double strike land because no one's like seen it and you can target other people's stuff 
It's yeah. a way better land that no one seems to like know about. Keswick Wolf Run. Um, Keswick Wolf Run's another one yeah. that if you leave out becomes a problem. Well, that's suddenly why... their thing has trample <clears throat> anytime you. That's why in my mono black I run Helldozer. Yeah, that's a pretty funny card. <laughs> you know, it's like people laugh at that card, and then all of a sudden you've blown up six of their lands with yeah. your Cabal coffers, yeah. and they hate you. <laughs> <laughs> How many non-basics you get over there? I'm going to get rid of all of them. How's that sound? And yeah. one swamp, to be fair. Yeah, there, there's too many good non-basics to completely ignore uh, getting rid of them. But the only land destruction people run do are... It. The land ones, which I think are a setback. Like, I don't even like to play them because that's a land drop that I've burned. I only play them in my lands deck, and it's only because I can, can recur them. them. Yeah. And because half the decks land, so and it usually wants you might as land. well run that. Threat. So I might as well have them, but I don't play them in anything else. Yeah. Um, because I yeah, mind. too many times you're like strip mine. Uh, well, I mean, I could get rid of it, but I kind of want the mana. Yeah, or, you, or you strip mine it, and then immediately they play some. Someone else plays something worse, and you're like, "Ah, crap!" Yeah, yeah <laughs> you strip mine it. the coffers, and then the next guy replaces, you know, fucking dark depths. Yeah, like ah, <laughs> yeah, good thing I fucking did that. And then like, so, best so, of so just play a couple shit. cards that have an, uh, you know, a choice of destroying or just destroy permanent. That's the Orzov is all like destroy permanent cards, which are yes, destroying permanent. Some of them are non land permanents, but there are a couple that returning are returning like, permanents to your hand. Like I'm even cool with bouncing lands. Again, Sunder is a pretty dick move. Yeah, I said I've played it, but again, I played it to end the game. Yeah, I played it also. I was already in the driver's seat, so I just wanted to make sure I stayed in it. Again, these are cards that you play to either win the game or not die. You don't just do them because of a board state or because you're behind or... You, you know, all you're doing there is making sure everyone at the table hates you for the rest of the game. Yeah. And especially with cards like Sunder or any of the bounce ones, they will get them all back. To uh, date, there's Sunder no into Windfall is a great combo. <clears throat> well, Sunder into any shuffle <laughs> is a really good time. Sunder, Sunder like, plus Cyclonic Rift is a really good time, too. Yeah, I pulled that one off. On <clears throat> but that was my game where it was like, so I won. And well, like, you win. Yeah. yeah that's I was like, well, I have a commander that's it's a Voltron deck, and he does 14 <clears throat> damage. So would you like to play through, or would you like to just die? Yeah. And, and that's like, it. Well, you won. If, like, you, if you have a board state <laughs> when you Rift Sunder, you... You, it's usually a scoop by everyone involved yeah. because you know you're not playing through that. But if you just sunder for the sake of sundering, oh, because you're just like now they're going to get those lands back. To date, there's no way to counter a land being played yet. No. <clears throat> End turn. <laughs> can you even do that? You can't. It already no, you can't played. respond to the land. <clears throat> you can't respond to mana source. No, I don't think they ever will. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, that would be a really terrible card to print. So. I don't feel that like those cards again. <clears throat> pardon me. It's are, those skittles you got like dry mouth from the skittles. Yeah, I, got the, I got that build up of phlegm. <laughs> Damn skittles. The uh, this podcast brought to you by skittles. By skittles and phlegm. Um, I don't feel that you should ever run them just to play them. You need no. to have a plan. Yeah, you need to have a plan. You know, you don't Armageddon in a in a Voltron deck without your general. You don't. What if you're playing Oathbreaker? And Armageddon is your signature spell. Are you, well, you'll need are your you, Gideon out are, first, are so you, I guess you'll win. Are you worse than everyone else playing Oathbreaker? No, because the other guy across from me is pl- probably playing Narset Windfall, so yeah. you're okay. <laughs> so, you can play Armageddon willy-nilly in Oathbreaker, because that format is You can play busted. anything in Oathbreaker. My Oathbreaker deck is Koth Red Elemental Blast. Yeah, and I'm just gonna hope. <laughs> just hope you're playing Narset. I'm gonna I'm gonna meta the table, and if it's not there, I'm just gonna swap out it for like Rays or something stupid like that, or like Brightstone Ritual. 
be the complete rogue at the table. Everyone else trying combo, and I'm swinging 13 per turn at them with goblins. Yeah, I mean that's anyway. That's and then when Koth alts, have you actually played Oathbreaker? Because I know no. you're making this deck, no, but I'm I wasn't make, sure I'm if you finally it, hit it. I'm making it for Wednesday. We're playing on Wednesday. Okay. Uh, and then I and will, today is not Wednesday. Today is not Wednesday, days. so I'm playing it next Wednesday, uh, and I will just simply put the cards back into my red deck. When yeah, I'm that's done. what you're saying. So we'll have to report in on if because I yeah. My I'll only, get the, report. the only thing I like about Oathbreaker is it should stop people from wanting to put Planeswalkers as commanders in Commander. But otherwise, I think Oathbreaker needs an overhaul of its design <laughs> because it's way too busted. Oh, Renin 6 crop rotation's fine, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's Teferi's protection, Gideon and the Trials. Yeah, don't worry it's about fair. it. It's okay. So it's <laughs> perfectly alright for Narset to windfall. Narset windfall, why not? Yeah, yeah. and since you've... If, <laughs> I still said Force of Will is my signature spell. Force of Will. Just, you'll yeah. cast it for free. It'll really slow down everyone trying to get their first thing off. Well, I mean, and then you pay a whopping two colorless. Yeah, if you're, it, it is a 1v1, I think. <clears throat> I is think it a 1v1 format? People do it multiplayer. Yeah. But multiplayer, I wouldn't use Force of Will. No, 1v1, sure. You might as well. Come down. You might as well. <laughs> have them try to cast their signature spell when you have a Force of Will holding now, on their head. you do have to get your Planeswalker out first. Yes. Which so is Red and Six, the two-drop Planeswalker, has a distinct advantage yes. on six-drop to fairy. <laughs> yeah, nice little Anyway, that was our Oathbreaker. Uh, there was our little segment of Oathbreaker. Uh, <laughs> that's all you'll ever hear from us on that garbage form. Well, I want you to report back in after you play it. But I will, yeah. That'll yeah, be definitely. it. And then then it'll be dead forever. We'll yes. never speak of it. We'll never talk about that again. Um, Do you have any other wrap-ups for uh, Land Destruction? No, you know, I just feel that it, the, the uh, it summation? should be viable. Uh, it should be used. Just not... Just the straight cards that say destroy target land. Be smart about it. And be smart about it. Don't, yeah, don't, don't play just target land. Find the cards that are all permanents or have an alternate, like, you can destroy yes. a land as yeah. part of it. Or if you're going to run the ones that destroy target land, run the exile ones. Because then at least you... And it, usually they're exile target non-basic, and then you can just make sure they never recur that again. Yeah, that's so fair. I do run those. They're usually in the four drop range, and you just drop them in exile target non-basic land. And it's like, goodbye coffers. I don't care about your recursion. <laughs> You're done. That or it's a uh, what's the what's the one where you can look through their deck and just get rid of their cards? Praetor's Grasp. Yeah. Or yeah, it's sadistic sad. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, just go through their deck and just. <laughs> I mean, that's just a mean card. To like, kicking, it's amazing. Fifteen cards, please. I'll just rip your all of your win conditions out of your deck. Yeah. Everything you have. If you have more than fifteen win conditions, you're in a good state of magic. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> have this happen today. But uh, yeah, I feel that that's where it should be. With yeah, the, uh, and I agree because it's like. I said, it's just hard to justify all the complaints about it, but I think you're right. The complaints are just from years of people doing it badly. Yeah. And just wasting the, well, the delay game penalty. That The complaints are from a place that Commander seems to be at only. And that I find this happens a lot with Commander, where Commander players will, and I'm guilty of it as well, they'll complain about things that in a 1v1 format are perfectly fine. If you get rolled in Standard or in Modern, 
you you don't whine at your opponent. You got rolled. It happened. Yeah. You know, you find another reason to blame. You had a shitty draw. <laughs> I think part of it is since it's, roll. since it's a multiplayer and if you're just playing with three buddies and you get locked out of the game, you have to sit and watch them play. Whereas in standard, if you get rolled, you just start a new game. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to sit around and yeah. wait. But in commander, you have to sit around and wait for well, the game to finish. Most so of the time, the delay if is you're the one wrong. screwed out of the game, you're left alone. So you just oh, sit there. so many so. times. But also, then if you can get back in it's not like iona or something if you can get back in so many times you win just because everyone ignored you for like eight yeah. turns yeah they're like ah poor guy lost his land yeah, he's got nothing screwed out because iona yeah. oh crap it's gone he's back yeah we weren't paying attention yeah all of a sudden he's got 14 land because that's all he was able to play and he just dumps his hand of goodness yeah. but yeah, i've seen that a lot i uh i feel that it comes from that part of commander where there's almost this like innate built-in right to to not be fucked with. Yeah, know? well, I think it's... it's people complain about taxes, and people complain about destruction and the denial. The assumption is, like, it's casual, so you should yeah. be nice to each other. It's but not the way it works. Nobody is. No. The, the format's <laughs> casual, um, but it's not friendly all the time. And, like, you'd have to... Half the decks you play against are not friendly in any way, and it's no. not because they play land destruction. And you can complain about a pile of things. They're all going to happen, so just... Yeah, build your deck to be ready for it. But that's that's where I stand. Is uh, I feel that it is a good thing, and that I think that now, especially uh, with all of the sort of complex changes to the rules and sort of uh, really good cards we've gotten in the last few years, and Commander really taking off as a format, I really think that land destruction needs to be reintroduced, and maybe even have a general. Brought out that there's a limited form of land destruction. Besides Numat? Besides Numat, because that's kind of bad. But yeah, he's like, if you do combat damage for three, you can destroy two whole lands. You, like, now, you can destroy any two lands. That's so true. I do want to point out with Numat that I can destroy your lands when I hit him. So, again, it's a bit political. Yes. Yeah. Like, and, like and if you let this get through instead of chumping it, I'll But if he was like, lands. choose a land type, destroy all that land. Yeah. That'd be way better. Uh, of course it would be. But there needs I think there there does need to be like a land denial general. Maybe a non basic yeah. land denial general. Yeah, because there really isn't one. There isn't. Really. You got uh oh, that red Kamigawa, the one that just punishes you for playing lands. Zozu, yeah. And that's about <clears> And then Numut. And that's about the size of it for destroying lands. And then apart from that you have like Helldozer and Demonic Hordes. Yeah. And there's six drop black. You creatures. have Asusa if you want to play a strip mine. But that's yeah. not really built into the commander. It's just and it's only Part a Sousa with uh, Ramantep Excavator. Or, yeah, you have to avoid or back the, the, <laughs> the, the, the Crucible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's my land destruction thoughts. Yeah, I think that's it. It's just don't... Are we Are we doing anything it. else here? Are we no, I don't think so. I looked at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, shoot, because we have to be somewhere. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Yeah, Hope we'll you enjoy back. this ultra special show. Next week, we'll be back with uh, with some, some cool shit. We won't, uh, we won't... Yeah. Oh, we forgot a shout out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To the person you had. Uh, we apparently have a listener in Australia. Yes. Oh, so whoever crap. you are. Queensland. Shout out to you. If you listen to this. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You're our first Australian listener. Send us a message and tell us how you discovered us. You can reach us on Facebook at EDH Rekt. That's W-R-E-C-K-E-D, or Rekt. Uh, or you can email us at EDHRekt at gmail.com. Uh, both of those ways you can get a hold of us. Of course, you can also just message the Facebook page if you like. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Send us your deck ideas or anything that you think we should talk about, and we're down for that for sure. Yeah, and if you disagree with our thoughts on the ban list, we'll... 
Well, <laughs> I don't care. I don't, yeah, I was going to uh, say, do we go. care? Whatever. No, no, I don't. Paradox Engine's dead. Yeah, don't <laughs> fuck off, Paradox Engine. Have a good one, guys. <laughs> oh, how do we turn it off? <laughs>